Then an incredible thing happened in my life. I was getting ready to teach a Bible study at our home church, and we were going through the book of Genesis, and I came upon chapter 27. It was the story, actually an unforgettable picture, of two boys, two twins, desperately struggling to get the same thing, their father's blessing. Well, I'd read the story of Jacob and Esau dozens of times, but that day, It was as if I was standing inside the tent. I could see Esau's eyes light up when he heard at long last that it was time to receive his blessing. I saw Rebecca, his mother, gather her robes and run out through the hot sand, grabbing her favorite son, Jacob. Furiously, they invented a plan to deceive his father and to get Jacob the blessing. I could smell the meal Jacob brought his father and stood amazed as the doubting Isaac finally set aside his questions. Are you really my son Esau? And gave Jacob a wonderful blessing. And then I saw Jacob go out one side of the tent just as his brother rushed in from the other with his own savory offering for his father. Esau's face was lit with expectation. His smile nearly split his face as he asked for his blessing. And then I saw the shock, and then the disbelief, and finally the rage wash over him as he realized he would never, ever get his father's blessing. Well, I saw all of this in that snapshot in the scripture because I had lived it so many ways over so many years. Esau's heart-wrenching cry, Bless me, even me also, O my father, was what I'd been crying out of my own heart of hearts since I was a child. The concept of the blessing suddenly exploded before me. There it was, a biblical way of looking at my life that answered so many of my inner struggles. Although I was unable to name it until then, I had sought my father's blessing a hundred times and more. I'd longed for it, lived for it for years. And yet it always remained just out of reach. Then I realized that Esau's cry wasn't just an echo of my own heartache. It went to the heart of the life stories I was hearing every day in that psychiatric hospital. Men and women saying, crying, begging in their brokenness, Bless me, Mom. Bless me, Dad, please. Well, if you've read my previous books, then you know that that began my study of the blessing. You see, I first looked at it as strictly a parenting tool. It became the subject of my doctoral dissertation and then the focus of the book, The Gift of the Blessing, co-authored with my good friend Gary Smalley. And the blessing is an incredibly powerful parenting tool. However, after nearly two decades of teaching and studying and praying through the blessing, I've come to see that it's not just a parenting tool, as important as that is. It's a gift we're called to give every person. In fact, it's a lifestyle that Christ chose and one we're called to follow. Our choosing to bless our children can create life-shaping experiences for them, but choosing to live the blessing every day can be a life-changing experience for us. And that's what you'll discover in this book, how to live out the blessing every day in every relationship. Now, first, because it's our calling, the Apostle Peter Looking back at the unforgettable pictures he saw of Christ's suffering, wrote, Do not repay evil with evil, 
or insult with insult, but with blessing, because to this you were called, that you might inherit a blessing. That's 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. To be a person of blessing is our calling. Now, listen to the way Eugene Peterson and his eminently readable paraphrase, the message, translate these same verses. He writes, no retaliation, no sharp-tongued sarcasm. Instead, bless. That's your job to bless. You're to be a blessing and also get a blessing. Now, think about that for a moment. That's your job to bless. Now, you may have sworn it was heavy equipment operator or homemaker or policewoman or physician or computer designer, but actually your job and mine is to bless. It's our calling. And in doing so, we'll see that the...